drags the tackler into the end zone. He catches it in stride and scores. This is This Week in the Mountain West. He walks into the end zone. Touchdown, Mountain West Conference champions. Hi, this is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West, and you are listening to This Week in the Mountain West. On the Mountain West Radio Network. Welcome into the Week 3 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. I'm your host, Matt Neverett. After two weeks of non-conference play around the Mountain West, the season so far has featured some major comebacks like the Utah State Aggies and their come-from-behind win against North Dakota and plenty of high-scoring matchups, including six teams from around the conference scoring 45 points or more in Week 2 last weekend. After two weeks of play in the season, there are currently a pair of Mountain West teams receiving votes in the AP poll and six receiving at least one selection in the weekly coaches poll. Nevada and Fresno State each received votes in the AP poll, and overall half of the 12-team conference earned at least a vote in the coaches' poll, including the Wolfpack and Bulldogs, while San Diego State, San Jose State, Air Force, and Boise State were all the recipients of at least one vote. Overall, Fresno State leads all Mountain West teams with an average of 44 points per game through three games on the season, with quarterback Jake Hayner throwing for an average of 336 yards throughout the span, a number good for third in the conference. The Air Force Academy has recorded the lowest defensive totals against this season, surrendering only 8.5 points per game through two matchups and have only allowed a single touchdown so far as well. Senior linebacker DeMonte Meeks paces the Falcons with 2.5 sacks in a number that currently ranks him second around the Mountain West. In the weekly awards around the conference, Boise State freshman safety Shea Oladipo recorded a pair of interceptions and returns of 52 and 31 yards following to earn conference freshman of the week, while San Diego State senior Kagan Williams was tabbed as the special teams player of the week after his blocked field goal against Arizona was returned for a touchdown to put the Aztecs up 21-0 in the first quarter in an eventual victory. Justin Rice of Utah State was awarded his second career Mountain West Defensive Player of the Week award after recording a pair of interceptions to go along with the career-best nine tackles, including one for a loss. And in his first year calling signals under center for New Mexico, Kentucky transfer quarterback Terry Wilson completed 26 passes for 381 yards and three touchdowns to earn the Mountain West Offensive Player of the Week award. Later on in the program, we'll talk to New Mexico head coach Danny Gonzalez about the success of Wilson in his first year with the program and the biggest factors that have led to the Lobos' 2-0 start. We'll rehash all the action from last weekend when we return. This is the Week 3 edition of This Week in the Mountain West, and you have it right here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Jay Norvell, head coach of the University of Nevada. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. With unrivaled landscapes that provide a quality of life unlike any in the country, you'll find us immersed at the peak of nature's splendor through a gateway of opportunity which leads to academic and personal growth that is beyond compare. Our students learn at the peak of achievement. And as our more than 5,000 student-athletes take the field of play with unequaled passion, you'll find us performing at the peak of competition. The Mountain West is at the peak. In the Mountain West, sportsmanship meets winning with honor, but don't take our word for it. Sportsmanship is more than what goes on on the field. Good sportsmanship means being loud, but being courteous. Sportsmanship is enjoying the game and being respectful of other team's fans. And that goes for all officials, coaches, players, and mascots. Sportsmanship is making your parents and your coaches proud. It takes all of us working together to make a good game great. Sportsmanship, that's what it's all about. The Mountain West, champions in life. 
The next big play is just a click away on the Mountain West Network. Join me, Jesse Kurtz, for the latest insight, analysis, and live game action you won't find anywhere else. Catch over 1,500 events for free in HD on the only network that lets you watch any team, anytime, on any device. Go to the MW.com today and get your game on with the Mountain West Network. With 12 institutions nestled in the nation's most desirable destinations, you'll see us enjoying life at the peak of celebration. As you witness us not only win, but win the right way, you'll find us competing at the peak of integrity. As our more than 5,000 student-athletes take the field of play with unequaled passion, you'll find us performing at the peak of competition. The Mountain West is at the peak. This is Brent Brennan, head coach of the San Jose State Spartans. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Here's a quick recap of Week 2 around the Mountain West. After trailing 21-7 against FCS North Dakota on Friday night, Utah State put the foot on the gas to score 41 points the rest of the way out while only allowing a third-quarter field goal defensively in a 48-24 win in Logan, Utah, their second of the season. Fake the handoff, throw into the middle field, wide open is Bowling. Bowling's off the races, here we go, 20, 15, 10, 5, that is a Utah State touchdown. Brandon Bowling, his first score in an Aggie uniform. Scott Gerrard from Learfield on the call, quarterback Logan Bonner fired for 390 yards through the air, including four touchdowns to three different receivers as the Aggie defense stymied North Dakota to just 65 rush yards on 24 attempts. In the other matchup around the conference on Friday night, Hank Bachmeyer and the Boise State Broncos cruised to a 54-13 victory over UTEP in Boise, thanks in part to Stephen Cobbs, who recorded a long receiving touchdown and took a punt return to the house in the win. No rush. Broncos playing for the return. High spiraling kick. Cobbs backpedals. He'll make the catch on the 19. Cobbs goes to the left side. He'll get to the 25, to the 30, to the 40, to the sidelines, to the 50, to the 40. And we've got a special teams touchdown. Steph Cobbs all the way for the Broncos score. Bob Beeler with the call on Learfield. The New Mexico Lobos improved to 2-0 for the first time since 2005, thanks in part to a massive offensive output from Mountain West Conference Offensive Player of the Week Terry Wilson, who totaled a career-best 381 yards passing through the air, the highest total for a Lobo passer since 2003. By formation, in a play fake, and Wilson dropping back, facing pressure. He's throwing. He's got a man. It's Andrew Erickson. Caught at the goal line. He's in. Lobo touchdown, 17 yards out on a fourth down. Robert Portnoy with all the excitement on KKOB in Albuquerque. Wyoming stormed from behind in a high-flying, come-from-behind win on the road as they defeated Northern Illinois 50-43 thanks to a big game from quarterback Sean Chambers, who scored the game's final touchdown on the ground after throwing for 204 yards and a pair of scores through the air. First down at the 19-yard line. Chambers in the gun, wants to throw to the end zone. That is caught. It's a touchdown, Cowboys. He just threw that up in the air and Naor went and got it. My goodness. Thanks to Learfield for the highlight with Dave Walsh on the call. In a battle of service academies, Air Force ran all over rival Navy in a 23-3 win in a day of remembrance on the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Second and goal from the two. Roberts tries left side, leans in. Touchdown! Air Force! 
Brad Roberts goes in from two yards out. Jim Arthur with the call on the Air Force Sports Network from Learfield. The Falcons had eight different ball carriers in the win, highlighted by Brad Roberts, who finished with 97 yards and a pair of rushing touchdowns. San Diego State moved to 6-2 and two against Pac-12 opponents since 2015 with a win over the reeling Arizona Wildcats as quarterback Jordan Brookshire earned his third win under center in four total games as the Aztec starter. 43-yard line, Brookshire, there they go, on the far side, trying to get to it, they got it, catch five, touchdown, Aztecs! The Aztecs moved to 2-0 and on the season. In a matchup against FCS Cal Poly, Fresno State took care of business in a 63-10 blowout win at home. Second and goal from the six. They have the two tight ends stacked on top of each other on the right side of the line. Here's that shotgun snap to Hayner. Gives it to Rivers. Running left. Great block by Rodriguez. And Ronnie Rivers finds the corner of the end zone. Touchdown, Fresno State. Bulldog quarterback Jake Hayner had himself a phenomenal outing, throwing for 380 yards and four touchdowns through the air, while adding another pair of scores on the ground in the victory. It was Paul Leffler from Learfield on the call in a major Bulldog win. Carson Strong and the high-flying Nevada Wolfpack offense downed Idaho State in a wire-to-wire 49-10 decision in Reno. Snap to Strong, he looks left, he throws left to the end zone, leaping grab, Cooks! Touchdown, Nevada! Strong to Cooks, 12 yards, and the pack is back in front. That was John Ramey from Learfield on the call. No action from the San Jose State Spartans as they were off in Week 2. When we return to this week in the Mountain West, New Mexico head coach Danny Gonzalez hops on after these words from your local station. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Andy Avalos, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. We'll be back with more of this week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Danny Gonzalez, head coach of the University of New Mexico Lobos. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. For the first time since 2005, the New Mexico Lobos have started their season off with a 2-0 record, including an in-state rivalry victory over New Mexico State last week. The Lobo offense has been a key factor, scoring over 30 points a game, including a Conference Offensive Player of the Week award for the first-year transfer quarterback, Terry Wilson. And the Lobos head coach, Danny Gonzalez, joins us now this week on the Mountain West. Danny, thanks for joining us on our Week 3 edition, and let's start with the hardware. Mountain West Offensive Player of the Week, Terry Wilson, has only played in two games with the Lobos, but he's made a major impact already. What's his tenure been like with the team so far, and how big of a difference has he made? Oh, he's been significant. I mean, what he's done for our team is in his leadership leadership aspect and just his experience that he has coming from where he came from at Kentucky and the SEC. Uh, he's really been able to fit in well, um, put that leadership skills to work, and I mean, he's played really well the first two weeks. I mean, the 385 yards is a career high for him. Um, it's the most yards thrown around here by a quarterback since 2003. That's a long time. So we're headed in the right direction on offense. I mean, and it's a big part of because of, a big reason because of Terry. Well, you mentioned 2003. I mentioned 2005. It's your first 2-0 start as a program since 2005. What were some of the biggest contributing factors in the offseason and leading off here into the early part of the season that have made the biggest impact for your team? Well, you know, we're, we're trying to change the entire attitude around here. I mean, there's a there's a great um, habit of losing. And it's not only in our football program, but really the entire community. We They expect the Lobos to lose. So we're working on that. We're inching away at it to change it. And, I mean, you have to go into every game and expect to win. And they've uh, we've done a good job so far now. We were better than the first two teams we played. And so when you're better than the teams you play, you should win. 
we, we go into an opponent this week that we're not better than. So the expectation is still the same. We still go in there and expect to win. You got to prepare and you got to play a little bit better than you are. Yeah, you're heading into your first road game of the year this week. We'll get to the matchup here in a moment. But looking back, what's it been like to play in front of fans at your own stadium after the madness for your program that was last season in your first year as the head coach? No doubt. Last year, not only did we not get to play in front of fans, but we didn't even get to play in our own city. So the seven weeks that we spent in Las Vegas was actually really good for our team. We got to spend a lot of time together. And then coming home and having the opportunity to play in front of fans the first two weeks, uh, I think the atmosphere has been very electric. I mean, our kids were commenting it's the best crowd they've played in front of, um, the most engaged they were on Saturday night, third downs and around here. It was really loud. I mean, we caused New Mexico State to jump off sides because of the crowd noise. That That's a that's a big, a big advantage when you can get that help. And so we've made a lot of progress in the community and getting people involved. And they showed up Saturday night. It was a great crowd of over 28,000 people. I still think we can put more in here. I mean, we've averaged over 35,000 before. So we're headed back that direction. We just need to keep winning. Yeah, you mentioned your matchup this weekend. You face a top 10 team this week in number seven ranked Texas A&M. Does your preparation change at all for a game like this? And if so, what kind of a message do you relate to your team throughout the week of practice? You know, I think naturally human reaction is you do you you're a little bit more intense. You're a little bit more. But you shouldn't be. You should prepare the same way every week. I mean, the goal every week is to go one and oh. And so far, we've done that twice. Um they're a great opponent there. I mean, I, I tell our kids during the offseason, they have more talent than we do. Uh, they're bigger, faster, stronger in, in most spots. But so what? I mean, Lou Holtz said it best. They put, their, they put their pants on the same way. They put their shoulder pads on the same way. And our mantra around here is to be the toughest team on the field. And if we play the toughest and we're the most physical team, we'll have a chance. And your prep work for the Aggies may have changed a bit by default last week with quarterback Haynes King going down with the leg injury. It's Zach Calzada, the likely starter in his place. Can you give us your early scouting report on Calzada and this A&M offense? Yeah, I thought he came in off the bench and did a great job against Colorado. And they don't have to change a lot. I mean, he's got a strong arm. Um, they were probably um, – I mean, they were doing a lot of quarterback runs with King Haynes, and, and it didn't change. And he's just as aggressive, and he tries to run you over. So. Um, I mean, he's, he was highly recruited also. He's a great player. He's got a great arm, and he led him to a victory. I mean, the touchdown throw that he threw uh, at the end there against Colorado, that ball, that's the throw that you'll see on Sundays. I mean, he put it right on the money. The, the tailback did a great job because the defensive end was in great coverage. But that's the difference between winning and losing. Your, your best players make plays at the right time. New Mexico head coach Danny Gonzalez, thanks so much for joining us here on This Week in the Mountain West. Thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. We'll check in with San Diego State studio host John Schaefer next here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Coach Todd Graham, head coach of the Rainbow Warriors. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. With 12 institutions nestled in the nation's most desirable destinations, you'll see us enjoying life at the peak of celebration. As you witness us not only win, but win the right way, you'll find us competing at the peak of integrity. As our more than 5,000 student-athletes take the field of play with unequaled passion, you'll find us performing at the peak of competition. The Mountain West is at the peak. The next big play is just a click away on the Mountain West Network. Join me, Jesse Kurtz, for the latest insight, analysis, and live game action you won't find anywhere else. 
Catch over 1,500 events for free in HD on the only network that lets you watch any team, anytime, on any device. Go to the MW.com today and get your game on with the Mountain West Network. With unrivaled landscapes that provide a quality of life unlike any in the country, you'll find us immersed at the peak of nature's splendor through a gateway of opportunity which leads to academic and personal growth that is beyond compare. Our students learn at the peak of achievement. And as our more than 5,000 student athletes take the field of play with unequaled passion, you'll find us performing at the peak of competition. The Mountain West is at the peak. In the Mountain West, sportsmanship meets winning with honor, but don't take our word for it. Sportsmanship is more than what goes on on the field. Good sportsmanship means being loud, but being courteous. Sportsmanship is enjoying the game and being respectful of other team's fans. And that goes for all officials, coaches, players, and mascots. Sportsmanship is making your parents and your coaches proud. It takes all of us working together to make a good game great. Sportsmanship, that's what it's all about. The Mountain West, champions in life. This is Brady Hoke, head coach of the San Diego State Aztecs. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. In head coach Brady Hoke's second year in his second stint at San Diego State, the Aztecs have won their first two games each year and have recorded a 2-0 start for the third consecutive season for the first time since the mid-70s. San Diego State pre- and post-game show host on Extra 1360, John Schaefer, joins us now on This Week in the Mountain West. And John, wanted to start off by getting a feel for your thoughts on the impact that Brady Hoke has made in his return to San Diego State. What's his overall message been like over the past two seasons? Well, it's really been a seamless transition from Brady, uh, or from Rocky Long to Brady Hoke. And of course, Brady was the head coach here about a decade ago as well, so... It's been a seamless transition. He's a defensive-minded football coach. It starts at the de- defensive end, obviously, with San Diego State. You look at their defensive metrics. They've been as good as any team in the country over the last handful of years. They're the top-scoring defense in the nation since 2019. And you go back to 2020, I think some of it was a little bit of an aberration going 4-4. Four and four. They were 4-2 four and two in the league. They played a Colorado team on, like, two days' notice because of a COVID situation where they couldn't play Fresno State. They also played BYU on the road. So I thought San Diego State's – 2020 was actually better than their final record indicated. And I think we're seeing some of the possibilities and capabilities here in 2021. You know, this is a team that ultimately, you know, could be a top 25 caliber football team. And and Brady Hope deserves a lot of credit with what he's done here these first couple of years. The Aztecs are now 6-2 and two against Pac-12 opponents since the start of the 2016 season. In your estimation, how does this program continue to find ways to get up against the Power 5 Conference? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing what they've been able to do, and they've beaten some really good teams. I know Arizona obviously has been on hard times over the last couple of years. Now they've lost 14 consecutive games, but San Diego State during that stretch has a victory against Stanford in San Diego. That was the top 25 Stanford team. They have a home and road victory over Arizona State. They were ranked either in one of those games or maybe both of those games. San Diego State beat UCLA for the first time ever in the Rose Bowl back in 2019. So, again, I think it starts with the the defensive side of the ball. Um, You know, turnovers forced, which they've uh, had a handful of in those wins against Pac-12 opponents going back over the last four or five years. So they do they do play up and I think they play some of their best football against the best teams on their schedule. And hopefully that continues this week against Utah as well. 
A big part of the offensive attack so far has been running back Greg Bell, who rushed 17 times for 125 yards and a touchdown on the ground in the win last week, breaking 100 yards for the seventh time in his 13 games with the Aztecs. What have been some of the biggest contributing factors to his success so far? I just think he's a super talented tailback. You know, I think he's one of the best tailbacks in the West, not just the Mountain West. I thought he was overlooked and really snubbed in the preseason polling. Um, when you looked at what the media voted for in the Mountain West before the season, when he's healthy, he's one of the best runners in the country. And um, it's just everything, his physicality, his vision, uh, his speed. He's just a he's a well put together back. Um, his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. He does everything well. Uh, he's a San Diegan. And something about coming back to San Diego State for these final two years has really voted well for Bell and San Diego State's offense. And looking ahead to the matchup this weekend, the Utes of Utah come to San Diego for a matchup of former Mountain West Conference foes. Can you give us your early scouting report on the Utes? Well, I think the Utes are a lot like San Diego State. I think they're big and physical. I think they want to establish a lot of scrimmage on both sides of the football. I'm sure they'll be hungry based on what happened this past weekend against BYU, looking for a victory. Um, San Diego State and Utah have not met since Utah's final year in the Mountain West, all the way back in 2010. I'd expect a good physical low scoring game. I think it comes down to a final possession or two. I think ultimately it's a one possession game, but if San Diego state is able to stop the run and run the way they've been able to these first two weeks, I think Aztecs fans should feel pretty good about, about their chances this weekend. He's San Diego state pre and post game show host, John Schaefer from extra 1360 in San Diego. We'll preview the entire week three schedule after these words from your local station. This is Troy Calhoun, head football coach of the United States Air Force Academy. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Blake Anderson, head football coach of the Utah State Aggies. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Every Mountain West team is in action in the upcoming Week 3, including a pair of conference matchups in Colorado Springs and Honolulu. In the first Mountain West Conference games of the year, Utah State heads to the Air Force Academy to square off in a battle of undefeated teams in a Mountain Division contest that kicks off at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on FS2. In the last game of the night around the conference, 1-1 one one San Jose State takes on 1-2 Hawaii in a Rainbow Warrior kickoff time of 9.30 p.m. Pacific, 6.30 Hawaii time on FS1. In the opening game of the Saturday slate around the Mountain West, New Mexico takes its 2-1-0 record to College Station, Texas, as the Lobos square off against the number 7 overall ranked Texas A&M Aggies. Robert Portnoy has the call on KKOB in Albuquerque at 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, televised nationally on SEC Network. After putting up 49 points against Idaho State in Week 2 and receiving 28 votes in the AP poll, Nevada takes on a Big 12 opponent in Kansas State this weekend who will be without the services of 32-game starter Skylar Thompson under center. Fifth-year head coach Jay Norvell has his Nevada team ready for a 105 Central, 1105 Pacific kickoff in an ESPN Plus television broadcast. The Wyoming Cowboys take their red-hot momentum into a Week 3 matchup against the Ball State Cardinals at 2 p.m. Mountain Time on Stadium in one of two Stadium Network games hosted by War Memorial Stadium this year. Undefeated San Diego State welcomes the Utes of Utah to Southern California in their second straight contest against a Pac-12 opponent. 4 p.m. Pacific kickoff in an afternoon game on CBS Sports. 
In the only game around the Mountain West played in the Eastern time zone, Colorado State travels to Toledo, Ohio to take on the Toledo Rockets in 4 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Mountain on ESPNU. Boise State hopes to keep their high-flying 42.5-point-per-game scoring offense rolling as the Oklahoma State Cowboys venture up to Idaho at 7 p.m. Mountain Time in a nationally televised matchup on FS1. Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas will play host to the UNLV Rebels against the number 14 overall ranked Iowa State Cyclones in just the second game in front of fans for the Rebels in their new home. 7.30 p.m. Pacific kickoff from Vegas on CBS Sports. And finally, Fresno State travels to Los Angeles to take on Chip Kelly and the UCLA Bruins at 745 Pacific in an in-state matchup on the Pac-12 Network. That'll do it for the Week 3 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. If you missed any of the show, you can always listen on SoundCloud on the Mountain West Radio Network page and on the MW.com. You can also download the show as a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn. And of course, make sure to follow the Mountain West on Twitter at Mountain West. I'm your host, Matt Neverett. Enjoy your weekend around the Mountain West Conference. This is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West. We'll talk to you next week right here on This Week in the Mountain West.